Hello everybody, Dr. Amy here. So sorry, it's been a little quiet. Oh, I forgot to put my good camera on so you guys get a little bit not as good of camera here, but that's okay. I think we'll get through it. Um, so, sorry, I've been a little quiet in the last two weeks here. Usually I'm putting up lots of lessons. So for the, those of you that are new, um, just know, make sure to go back and watch a lot of the um, lives and look at a lot of the interaction, different um, questions that doctors have asked. And I always try to answer the questions um, in a lesson um, or in a, in a video that people have because, you know, if one person has, that's the whole point of this group. If, if I'm answering all these private questions, you know, that one takes a ton of time and I want to answer those questions. I want to support you guys in this. But also, if you have a question, then other people have questions as well. And we're all learning this. We're all bringing this information about deflected and typical development and how to support typical development and watch for deflections um, in the kids in our practice and the kids in our community, being able to communicate how we as chiropractors um, play a role in maintaining typical development, understanding beyond just looking at basic milestones, if we're having deflected or typical development, and how um, subluxation can change and alter input, and how that can change processing and output, and how to put all those pieces together beyond just the basics of looking at, I mean, the basics, which is really important, but correcting subluxation, but we have to know a little bit more about how to really tie that in how to measure it, how to communicate it, and then looking at the developmental hierarchies of the brain. So here's the deal. There was a question I wanted to, we're getting ready for our level two class. People are flying in today and tomorrow, and we're doing that. It's our advanced focus class. People, we're gonna have, I think we have um, over 70 doctors that are taking it virtually and live. We offer this once a year. You have to get in level one and level two. Next year, we may offer it twice, um, just depending because we have pretty, pretty large demand right now. So we're just, um, just doing what we can do while maintaining our practice and our families and everything. So I wanted to quickly answer one of the questions though, and then I'll probably be quiet until next week in here, but um, shoot your questions if you have them and I'll make sure to get back to them. So the question that somebody put up was, how do I communicate with practice members, with parents about the potential stress of having their kids go back to school? And I think it was specifically about having their kids masked. And the thing that the doctor said was, you know, a lot of the parents that I work with are saying, eh, it's no big deal, the, my kids will be fine, they're resilient, they'll get through it. And you know what? That's true in a lot of ways. Um, but it's also not true in a lot of ways. And so here is my take on this, and I think this is really important right now. One, I always talk about, um, and I've been really, really talking a lot about this with the doctors I coach and um, work mentor and our team here, um, and thinking about it myself and my interactions is we don't want to be part of the noise really in this. Um, there are massive problems. There is massive stress. There's a lot going on right now in our world. Um, and, you know, COVID and masks being one of those things and how we go back to school and all of that stuff. Massive. Okay. So I think that obviously the parents, the families in our communities, this is one of their their biggest challenges. I mean, they're, if there's business owners, they're, you know, not even just business owners, people are worried about the economy, the election, COVID, masks, all this stuff. I don't think that our most influential and impactful way to address this is by being part of the noise. I don't think that we really... This is my personal opinion and what we do. I don't think that saying, you know, like get being emotional and getting aggressive about why we don't agree with that right now. I don't think that's not the line in the sand for me. 
But what I do think is really important and allows people that are already kind of low-hanging fruit in, in our, we're already influences on, and allows people that we wouldn't have been influential for. They wouldn't have looked to us, but now they're questioning everything, health, education, and they're looking for different answers. I think that if we aren't part of the noise, aren't hysterical, hysterical aren't adding to that, but we're just saying, and those of you who've taken any of my courses, you know I always say this, I go, what do we know? What do we know? And what we know is these families are worried. They're worried, even if they're like, oh, my kid will be okay. It's still in there somewhere. They're worried. Is my kid okay? Is this going to be okay? How do I know if they're okay? Is it going to affect them just now or is this going to affect them long term? We have to be able to talk to them about, look, even if your kid is typically developing, we know that going, we know that changing routines, decreasing prediction, decreasing ability to predict what's coming next, and, um, not have your normal processing routine, things that you can ex expect for anybody, and particularly for a child who isn't fully there yet in brain development. This can be a very, this is a very stressful scenario. It is. It just is. We know this. Now the question is how resilient is each child to that amount of stress? Because what we know is that stress can impact the way the brain is functioning. Stress, we know this, stress can impact the way the brain is developing. The question here is how much resilience does each child, and that's an individual question, does each child, does each individual have to, how much resilience, how much adaptability, how much gas do they have in their tank before they tank out and we start to see evidence of the stress, therefore impacting the way that the brain is processing and developing. So the, the thing we have to be talking to our parents about in our community is like, look, all this is no good. We get it. This is stressful. Whatever side of the fence you're on, mass, no mass, doesn't matter. What we know is this is stressful. There's changes in routines. Things are different. They can't play with kids at school the way that they could before. They aren't seeing facial expressions, which is actually a really big part of learning and the developmental hierarchies of the brain. We understand that language development, socialization development. So what we need to really look at is is my kid okay? Are they adapting? Are they resilient? Well, one of the things we know is as chiropractors, we are improving adaptability and resilience to stress. And so right now, it would be a really great time to make sure that tank is really, really full so that we have more stress, yes, but we have more ability to handle or adapt or be resilient to that stress. So hopefully, it isn't creating a long-term impact or even a massive short-term impact on the way our child's brain is processing and developing, the way that they are using their tools to engage in their world. So we need to just talk to them about, talk to them about that. There's some things that we can do um, to help our, help our children adapt to the stressors. One, first just introducing this is a stressor. Whether you like it, you don't like it, you agree with whatever you agree with, doesn't matter. It is a stressor. So we know we have to adapt to stressors. Here's some things we know that help us adapt and have more resilience. One, making sure we have a clear nervous system so we're not shifted to that fight or flight. Two, making sure we have a clean diet. Three, making sure that we have a lot of prediction and control. That's where I put those um, brain, we made those brain-based back-to-school tips, you know, making sure that we have predictability before school and after school, using smart stories or visual stories to help prediction during school. Um, you know, there's a lot of different um, things that we've suggested in there that are really helpful to increase 
prediction, increased control, increased resilience and adaptability. So the real conversation is not do we agree, do we not agree, but is my kid doing okay and how do I know if they're not? How do I know? Give me a window into the brain. Look, here's how you know. If your kid is starting to have increased pulling in, increased behaviors, increased emotions, increased things that we haven't seen before, we're backsliding, starting to struggle with school where they weren't before, struggling in different areas, sleep pattern changes, potty pattern changes, things like this. These are windows into the brain. So we educate parents. We educate them about, look, we know it's a stress. Here's what we know about stress. We need to be more resilient. Here's some things we can do to be more resilient. Increase your chiropractic frequency and decrease stress in the diet, stress at home, increase prediction through the tips that we've given you um, in that series, which you can share for free. Just have at it. And, um, and looking at and how do we know? Help them understand that behavior is not something to be covered. Behavior is a window to the brain. We have to be really keenly aware of what's happening with our kids and watching to see if we have different changes, right? If we have new things, if we have things that we hadn't seen before. My kid didn't wet the bed for years and now all of a sudden they are. My kid wasn't sensory sensitive and had no problem with clothes and now all of a sudden they are. Those are windows into a brain that is being negatively impacted potentially by stress. So then we'd want to go back to this middle thing of how do we increase their adaptability and potentially say maybe the school situation isn't the best and we need to modify it. We have to give people tools, not by being emotional or hysterical, but by giving solutions. What do we know? Here's the things we know. Watch this over and over. Give this to your communities. This is what your communities need now more than ever. All right, everybody, we're going to have a great weekend with this group um, that's going to be certified. And if you are interested in that, make sure you get on. We don't even have a sign up for you now, but make sure you get in on the next level one and, and level two.